Hello and welcome to From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast, presented by Coastal Community Credit Union. Who's helping you take care of your financial health? Coastal Community Credit Union is here to help you reach your goals and do great things. Visit cccu.ca for more information. This episode's special guest is a truly unique serial entrepreneur. She is the CEO of Alexi Building Solutions, an innovative building products manufacturer right here on Vancouver Island. She is also the co-founder and CEO of Cobalt Technologies, an online real estate marketing company. We cover her business background, the future potential of Alexi, and much more. Our conversation starts now. My name's Amber Simpson. I'm the CEO of Alexi Building Solutions. Alexi is a new company on Vancouver Island, and we have the license to manufacture a really innovative, sustainable building product uh, built by a company called Nexi. So our company is right now building up our team and finding our land site to build our manufacturing plant to produce this really cool building uh, material. Awesome, Amber. Well, I'm really excited to have you on and learn a little bit more about this. Um, the relationship between Nexi and Alexi, I think you've given a great little uh, or a high level view. I'm wondering if, if you can, I guess, talk to me a little bit about how this relationship came to be uh, initially. I don't know if all building product manufacturers elect to go for this licensing route. I don't know if you can elaborate a little bit on, on maybe this model in particular. So um, we were um, connected to a group from Vancouver um, that we were working with with our other company, Cobalt Technologies. And we worked really well with them. They had a lot of different skill sets on our team and they were working sort of at the ground roots of Nexi as Nexi was really growing and scaling um, in Vancouver. And they saw the opportunity to have a certified manufacturing plant on Vancouver Island. Nexi's model is that they sign certified manufacturers um, and they're in North America and in, in, um, they're, they're going to expand really globally with their certified manufacturing model. But we will be the third manufacturer um, operational uh, once we get um, going. So very exciting. We're really at the beginning of this company's growth and um, excited to have the, the ability to manufacture this new product. Can you speak to a little bit about what the reception has been like from the island's business community? Just as, you know, obviously you're not new to the island, but it's a fairly innovative business type, I think. Yeah, it's been just outstandingly supportive. Uh, We've been really impressed with, you know, everything that we've received from uh, publishers um, and definitely from the business community, just other um, business owners wanting to be part of this. Um, We've had a lot of people in the trades reaching out, wondering about jobs. A lot of people seeing that the construction industry is ready for change and wanting to hear more about it. So very receptive, uh, which has been just really encouraging for us. One of the things that stuck out to me, I was looking through, I think, Pete, yourself and a couple of others, and there's kind of like a, a decent amount of tech or investor kind of VC approach, which is a little bit unique in a lot of compared to a lot of island startups. Is there anything that's driven that out of, just out of curiosity? That's Yeah, that's really um, yeah, an interesting question. And you're right. Our, our 
our team at Alexi is is not maybe who you would think would start a manufacturing plant um, in terms of not all of us have come from construction and manufacturing, but all of us have come from businesses. We're entrepreneurs. And you're right. We definitely all have been behind tech and um, and we do have uh like our head of operations has had manufacturing experience and we have a very senior man that's been in the forestry industry. So he's, he's definitely had a lot of experience um, as well. But, you know, I think when you look at why is our group filled with that type of skill set versus the other kind of skill set and possibly because we're working on the business and we're looking for the operational side of how to scale a new product. And that definitely is aligned with technology. Recently, we got a release and there's been some news about the Malahat First Nation uh, letter of intent. Um, and I'm wondering if you can just kind of give a, a brief overview of what that means and kind of how things are going to unfold there. Yeah, that's something I'm just so excited to talk about right now because we took a long time choosing our land site partner and where things are headed with Malahat Nation is just only evolving and getting more and more exciting as the opportunity is evolving. So where that started was we did put out uh, like a, the public RFP process and went down the road of going into deep do- due diligence on three different land sites. And Malahat stood out because First of all, it was the aligned values. That was definitely what stood out to us the most. They have and have always had an intention to protect the land that they have. And they want to build out a business park and bring economic growth to their nation. And that itself is a mission um, that our team felt very excited to get behind in bringing reconciliation to Indigenous peoples. But also it was the the leadership that they have at Malahat Nation and the corporate structure they've put in place that's made us feel very secure about being a long-term tenant there. It's the thought leader, Angela and Josh, behind Malahat Nation and their economic plans right now that was also extremely aligned um, with Alexis in terms of what we are going to build, it's going to give back to the land, it's going to give back to the people, it's going to give back to the community. And they have so much growth there as they are sitting on a huge amount of land, um, beautiful land, that they're ready to start developing. And so they're going to need sustainable building products. So not only can we be their anchor tenant, but we can also help with our products in their build out. And then the community that they're looking at building there will be other tenants like us that are very um, focused on sustainability and green manufacturing and giving back to the community. So it just in so many different ways ticks so many boxes. But never mind that, it was also the, the location because they have a deep water port so we can be shipping directly from the land there um, at Malahat Nation. And then we can also have great access right from the highway. We're going to have really good visibility and we can pull employees from South and North Island. And then also because the Brentwood Ferry from the peninsula. So all of those reasons uh, made us decide Malahat Nation. One of the things I remember looking on the map, I think the placement too, there's a, isn't there port opportunities that are there as well? Just so from a long-term logistical perspective, there's just so much upside from what I could tell there. 
Absolutely. So they have a deep water port. And um, so our license to uh, manufacture Nexi's building products is not that we have to stay within any logistics. It's just we can have our manufacturing plant on Vancouver Island. That's what the license for. But we can ship our products and sell them um, anywhere we like. So having direct access to the U.S. from the deep water port to Gulf Islands, it's just unlimited as soon as you have that, that deep water port. So it's going to be hugely valuable for us. Also the proximity to the Squamish corporate manufacturing plant, because that's where we'll have all of our staff being trained before our plant is up and operational. And that's where we'll be receiving all of the Nexi panels from for the construction of our plant. Awesome. Very exciting. Looking forward to seeing this unfold. Um, I want to ask a little bit about the Nexi product, if that's okay uh, as well. And just, the lay, for the lay person, this is, I know this is, the, the potential for this is tremendous, but can you just elaborate a bit on what is a differentiator for the Nexi product compared to how traditional building uh, or con- traditional construction is, is being done right now? Yeah, so um, Nexi's um, proprietary ingredient that they call Nexite is a concrete alternative. It embodies 30% less carbon than uh, traditional concrete, and it also dries really quickly. So within four minutes, it's already started started to harden. And so within four hours, you have a fully uh, cured panel. So because it dries so quickly, you can also apply any any type of layered finishing to this. And so that's what the Nexi system is. They have a layer of the Nexite um, and then it bonds to an insulating core. And then they put uh, a steel rebar with some um, corner blocks for being able to attach the panels to each other. And then they do another layer of the Nexite. Also on the exterior, you can apply any type of finishing you want, or you can put reveals to make it look like siding, stucco, um, brick, or you could actually put the actual traditional materials like brick or siding on the next site. So that in the end, after four hours on each side, so a full eight hours, you have a ready-made building wall. So you've got the interior that's paint ready. You have the steel for structure, the bolts for quick assembly, and you have an insulating core that gives you an R value that's very close to what Passive Home Standards has in a 10-inch wall. It's an R34. And then the exterior is also finished. So because you have this fully finished building envelope wall that can bolt together for rapid assembly, we're seeing construction times being able to uh, be like 75% less. So huge efficiencies because you're manufacturing the panels in the manufacturing plant. And when they get on site, you're rapidly assembling. Awesome. Well, that is very cool. And I, I, you can just, as you're talking, you can just start to see the opportunities unfold and quite frankly, probably cost savings in labor. Three to six months from now, what, is happening uh, at Alexi. Is there anything that you kind of want to highlight in the next couple of quarters? Yeah, so we are um, aiming to be unconditional on our lease um, at the end of uh, June here. So moving into design phase over the summer, construction in the fall, and up and operational a year later. So in 2023, we're really targeting to have our facility ready to be opened and start uh, the delivery of all of our panels so that we can start addressing this crazy housing need we have on Vancouver Island but also by providing a sustainable and very resilient 
building product um, will really help. And it also on the job site too, there's um, pretty much zero waste. So all of these different things that we can do to help um, provide the buildings that we need without damaging the climate any further. Well, I look forward to that. Um, I want to jump into a little bit of a different uh, question type here. I know that you're also involved uh, with another company called Covalt Technologies. You're a bit of a a serial entrepreneur from what I can tell going through the LinkedIn uh, bio there. Can you elaborate on that a little bit and maybe just a little bit about the company and and your your background as as an entrepreneur prior to Alexi? So yeah, my background, it looks maybe very all over the place in terms of like how I started and where I am now, but actually each career has really um, led me to, to where I am now and each um, skill set has become very valuable. So I started um, with my background in counseling and then um, moved into opening up a very large childcare center and that, that now has several different locations and then moved into real estate uh, where I became very passionate about building and construction and renovations and then understanding obviously the the real need for housing on the island um, which really linked nicely with the counseling skills because real estate you are helping families through one of the biggest uh, transitions of their life as they move homes and then saw the opportunity my husband had a tech company called Cobalt Technologies and I saw the opportunity to really make a more efficient marketing platform for realtors. So I started at Cobalt Technologies. I came in as the CEO and we not purposely needed to totally pivot, but COVID really kind of encouraged the pivot where the technology platform that the Co- that Cobalt was previously working on kind of was halted due to a lot of the contracts um, because of COVID. And so then the real estate platform that I had been building uh, really took off because the real estate market took off during COVID. Can you elaborate on maybe differentiating a little bit or kind of what does Cobalt do? Why has it been successful? That kind of a thing? Sure. So the, the biggest thing for me was I understood how busy realtors are and that they need things instantly. And something as simple as getting a brochure. Um, when you have a listing, you need to bring brochures. When you're showing houses, you need brochures. Something as simple as that would take a very long time, like 45 minutes to do a custom company branded professional looking brochure. So on our platform, it really is just three clicks. It's three minutes and you have a professional printed brochure. And we're doing that because we've created templates and the templates are, are locked with your company branding or your own branding, but they also can, uh, you can edit them and customize them as you would like, um, but they are pulling your MLS feed. So it's this auto population from the MLS feed that makes it so instant. So you don't need to drag and drop photos. All the photos are there. You don't need to drag content, all the content's there. So we scrape the MLS feed, fill up the brochures, fill up social media templates, and realtors then are able to use this platform for instant digital marketing um, needs and also print needs for brochures as well. And do you have plans? Like, have you thought about expanding things further as like, you know, like adding paid social or programmatic or search components to this? Like, is that, it seems like a natural extension. Absolutely. So the, the unique thing when you're pulling the MLS feed um, into say the Facebook post, it has a URL, URL link to that listing. 
So anyone that clicks on your template actually gets delivered to the landing page for that listing. So we're absolutely able to capture leads. And so there's a place with this platform that it can just be a very useful um, tool for a realtor, but it also could deliver incredible ROI. So, um, so that's, that's for sure the evolution that the platform can go into in terms of optimizing the imagery and driving leads and showing direct sales from your marketing efforts. Awesome. I did want to ask a follow-up. I think you kind of covered it a little bit. The, the business has, it's worked out well because of the explosion of real estate, but is there anything else you wanted to add uh, to that just about the, the literal explosion of real estate, uh, especially here in BC? I think it's just really um, important to highlight when a woman is building a technology product. Um, it's something I wasn't too aware of until I got into the field of technology and realized that it's really important we encourage women to be building technology. We look at things we can tend to look at things differently and see things differently. And we're also building products that we know that possibly other women are really after as well. So just really uh, the experience for myself, there's been lots of challenges, obviously growing and scaling a technology company, huge learning. I'm so thankful for, um, and I'm taking that learning and learning about efficiencies into this new building product and manufacturing process as well. So, yeah, I'm just here to shout out to all the women out there trying to uh, build technology platforms. So I definitely, um, yeah, I'm here to support all those women entrepreneurs. Awesome. I do echo those sentiments. Um, is there something that's that you can attribute to the drive to create these companies and to continually evolve? Sometimes we hear, you know, did someone come from an entrepreneurial family? Was there a, is this a forced move when you're at an earlier stage in life? Like, you had to come up with your own income or something like that. Anything stick out there? My parents themselves definitely are very inspirational. They're, they definitely were hippies and lived um, a lifestyle that was about giving back and giving to the greater good and, and not about serving themselves. And so there was a lot of learning there for sure, watching how they lived their life and how they raised us. But we also live very simply. Um, so you know, if there was ever a desire to have certain uh, material things, um, it usually wasn't possible. And so, you know, in my younger years, it was about having a good imagination and that would definitely help. I need my imagination a lot now. So that, that maybe helped grow the imagination and then very eager to get my first job and start making my first paycheck um, at 12 years old. So, but before that was babysitting a lot and, and making my own money. So I think, when you're not given things, you have to work hard for them and you have to use your dreams to kind of fulfill your fantasies. Um, it, it helps maybe lead you into an entrepreneur. I haven't actually looked into that. I don't know for sure, but I think that did help uh, stretch my brain to, to always look for solutions, know they're possible, make something from nothing. Um, yeah. Is there a change that you've noticed within yourself? I would say specifically as a business leader since I wouldn't say as early as 12, but maybe when you started your first daycare uh, business to kind of where you're at now leading, you know, two, uh, two significant companies. I think probably I've always been very independent and um, felt the need that I, I just need to do it myself. But the best learning I've gone through is understanding and 
Uh, I don't need to do it myself and I need to surround myself with a great, strong team. I need to lean and depend on my team and ask for help. I need to celebrate their wins, encourage their growth. And it's just such a better ride if you do it with other people. <laughs> yeah, that's tremendous. Um, I've got four quick ones to finish this off. I've got, uh, we, we asked the, these same questions to each person. So I'm wondering if you could tell me, first of all, do you have a favorite book? There's so many books that I love. I'm recently, of course, obsessed with business books, but I think probably a book that really changed the way um, that I think is the book called Seat of Your Soul, where Gary, who writes the book in such an incredible way, allows you to understand how your personality um, lives outside your body. And when you wrap your head around how he explains this, you start to look at life differently. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, best personal advice that you've received? The advice that I recently received, and I, I'm reminding myself of it all the time, and it's helping me as a leader, is to not focus on what other people aren't doing, but focus on what you are doing. And I think it's been something that, um, again, when you're leading a team, if you get lost in focusing on what they're doing, then you're losing the place that you need to be in as a leader. And instead, you need to focus on what you're doing. Because if you're doing the right actions towards the vision and the goal of the company, then the team around you will also be following with that. Apper piece of software you can't live without? So this is, uh, this was a question I asked a, a big group of realtors because I wanted to understand when I was building RealVault what they really needed. And they all said DocuSign. Um, and I thought that's, yes, that when I was a realtor, that definitely was probably the most important um, technology tool that came out. It just made life so much easier and more efficient. But now it is for me in my job, I think it's Zoom, it's the online meetings. It's very useful. And when you can't log in or your microphone doesn't work, or, you know, doing webinars and, uh, and you've got technical glitches, you realize the importance of the software. And last one for you, favorite restaurant on Vancouver Island? Oh, uh, I love all our restaurants. I think probably the place that when uh, the restrictions lifted and we got to go back to restaurants, I ran right back to the key bar at the Empress. I know it's not necessarily for the food, but it's sitting in such an iconic hotel, um, having, you know, a nice cocktail and looking out to our beautiful city and our inner harbor that uh, it's it, quite an experience. Thanks for stopping by From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast. If you want to learn more about the interviewee, please check the web and social links provided in the video or listening platform description. Please send any feedback to info at businessexaminer.ca with the subject line podcast. We'll see you next week.